That's all you got to do. Just hang a lamppost on it. I, you're calling a callback to something I don't think that exists in this podcast. Mm, so I edited the edited the child's play thing and the saw thing that's coming up. The things no, we haven't actually announced. Mm, we've referenced it. Kind of. Whatever. So anyway, we I and uh, I realized it's like the. Uh, uh, what's the the key to the translations? The the rose, the rock, the Rosetta Stone. It's the Rosetta Stone of remake me is in those things. Like there's so many things that we keep constantly <laughs> reference that I don't think people have actually heard. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um. So we have a couple like in memoriams to do. In, uh, okay. Is that a, in memoriams? It, yeah, that would be the the plural of in memoriam. Uh. So the first, I think is our audiobook massacre movie massacre <laughs> um that thing you said would you would do and yeah then it turned out to be shit yeah well i'll just do it with my other better podcast partner uh-huh. that i find later yeah um because yeah it didn't so he'll just listen to you read and go hold on, hold on this joke's really funny no i want i wanted you to come at me i wanted you to take the gloves off and you were just like you're reading a book funny. how uh, am i supposed to interrupt after every sentence the same thing that you do when we talk yeah, but it's that's more way more conversational. Your face isn't down in an, in sheets of printed off word document. How else is somebody supposed to write? Did you want me to use a typewriter? Is that what you're bitter about? Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, so that's the first RIP. The second RIP, like that, this podcast is affecting my real life, like important things here. Uh, I took down my Texas Chainsaw Massacre three poster. And replaced it because I rewatched it and I was like, this doesn't deserve its own spot on the wall. It needs to go. Like I built, I have so many posters. I built like this. It's a cheap version of what you would find in the store that it's it's a swing rack, right? Mm -hmm. I'm telling you this, but you know, but, but I took it off of a frame in the wall and moved it somewhere else and pulled something else in from rewatching that movie. Good job. Yeah. Uh, So, so thanks for enlightening me to that. that. That's definitely something that Netflix has kept saying like, Hey. You should watch this. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3? No. What you replaced it with. Oh, John dies at the end. Mm-hmm. We'll do that at some point. Cool. So, yeah. Um, it's been By the a- way, the thing we're hanging a lamppost on is I sound nasally because for some reason I'm all stuffed up now. Mm-hmm. I wasn't five minutes ago, but then I come down to your cold basement, sit down, and there it is. Sorry. Meh. <laughs> um, so how you been? It's been a little bit since I've seen you. It's uh, Good. Good. I went to Chicago for a work thing, and that was real fun. Ate some deep dish pizza. Uh, I'm closing on my Better house. than St. Louis style pizza? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some Ritz crackers I've, and cheese whiz. I've never had it, and I never, ever will. Uh, but just reading that Wikipedia article was the most disgusting it's thing. It's the same thing as when you read, like, squid. I don't know. I like squid, actually. Yeah, squid's you know delicious. I, mean. I don't know. It, turtle turtle rectum you know i don't know i'd rather like eat the the course from temple of doom probably not a reference you're gonna get man you haven't seen indiana jones no have i you? have but i don't get that reference they chilled ago. monkey brains and then the the dish that i always found more interesting i thought it was baby snakes so there's this big anaconda mm-hmm and they cut open the belly, uh-huh. and all these little yeah. things crawl out. But they're actually baby eels. Oh. 
So they stuffed, inside the snake. They stuffed an anaconda with baby eels. That makes sense. I have and a vague recollection of cut that. Cut open the belly. I just read skewing the belly. I, <laughs> I just read online. This guy got arrested, and I never know if these are real. Um, they usually aren't, but it's fun. But this guy, according to this article, got arrested, and he he was drunk, but he had like eighty cow eyeballs shoved into his anus. Eighty? Uh, some it was like an absurd number, like a whole bunch of. To be fair, if we're talking about cow eyeballs in your anus, one is an absurd <laughs> number. That's true. Uh, so he had more than one cow eyeballs stuck in his anus that he stole from work where he worked in like a butchering place because he liked to eat them so it kind of sounds fake which might like was it framed with this is a, this is a story my pastor told me at church on no Sunday? no this was framed those are like always fake this, this is news um you got you showed up at one point in a fake article i did on facebook so I have the, I, I'm sure you know, I have like, iconic is maybe not the right word for somebody who has like 150 friends on Facebook, but I have a very iconic image. I've had the same image since I joined Facebook. Uh, so that's like 15 years or something like that. So however long Facebook has allowed college students, whatever, like I said, it was from the beginning. Not the point of the story. Let's keep going. <laughs> so a few years ago, I get sent this article so my image is i got hit in the face and i have a bloody nose and i love the image so much that it's always in there and the headline says uh god what was it it was man man arrested for throwing semen or something man yeah man arrested uh, he got he punched a a hooker in the face something the story would have been so much better. You built it up, and then I realized I don't remember the headline. It, the, the punch, he, uh, like he got punched in the face by a hooker because he like cummed in her face and she didn't like it or something. Something. I thought he threw it. Uh, maybe. Like because I, I was envisioning Silence of the Lambs, like where he chucked it at her. <laughs> like, but it's, so obviously that wasn't actually you. No, th- but, but they stole your image. Right. So yeah, my image is like you. You remember your uh, million dollar idea. A database of images yes. for porn. Yes. Like my face is in basically a similar database. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like Sex Offenders. It's just tagged with this dude obviously got punched in the face. <laughs> Use it in your in your fake news article. I so wish that I would have found that before I like because I think you posted it. Like what the heck? Yeah. I wish that would have popped up in my feed before that and I would have been like, <laughs> I gotta come up with an excuse to get a hold of Justin <laughs> to see if this is legit. <laughs> Cause <laughs> that's the best thing you could have done though is hang a lamppost on it because yeah. otherwise people would have <laughs> stop saying it <laughs> you said it wrong once <laughs> it's hang a lantern or hang a lampshade no not here it's not all right okay um so just to be clear you you haven't done that to anyone uh not that i'm aware of okay but you know how crazy my life is that's true it is pretty crazy mm-hmm. um I had another cramping session just this week. <laughs> okay. I'm so preparing because the last story was so great. <laughs> it's pretty I much. I still have to. I'm just playing it over and over in my head now. <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing, to be honest. <laughs> so, 
I heard my kids coming down. <laughs> I heard my kids coming downstairs. So I'm in like our podcast. We have, the way my basement's laid out, I've got like a podcast room, and it's my office area. So I'm hiding behind a wall to where the kids are going to enter, and I'm on my hands and knees. So as they come through the door, I go to like jump and scare them and that like little hop while i'm on my knees just sends my the back of my thighs into just cramps and i end up flopping on the floor in the exact same way as my wife's just standing there and laughing and i'm just yelling at the kids don't lie on daddy daddy's hurting it's so it's so pathetic that it happened more than once twice it's happened three times a lady I'm dying. It's it's going to happen again. That's just, <laughs> just, I just need to stop trying with my children. I think. Yeah, just stop it trying just to be cause, a fun parent. Yeah, it just causes me physical pain when it. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, so I gotta wipe tears out of my eyes and talk into the microphone when I say things. Yeah. So it's kind of been the highlight I got. <laughs> um, I don't want to turn this into a book podcast. Yeah, I'm not going to, um, but I think as I come up with something that really strikes me, I'm going to talk about it, whether you like it or not. So, a novel idea with Russ. Ooh, I like it. Uh, Just thought of that. So, the one that I want to suggest to everybody is called Hex. Um, And for the record, I'm not just, these are the ones that I actually really like. Like, I've probably recommended one out of every 10 that I've read. Um not that they're bad, but just ones that really stick out. This is called Hex by a guy named Thomas Old with an E. Whoevit? Whoevit? It'd be nice if you had it in front of you and you could like... It's a Dutch name, um, but it's like... Hundiver. It's like H-U-E-V-E-L-T or something like that. Anyway, it's called Hex. H-E-X. Um, and this isn't spoilers, but it's I'm going to give you enough to hopefully get you hooked into reading this book. The concept is that there is a town that has been cursed. They have a witch. Okay. So this town has a witch. Like the Vavitch. I hate you so much. I'm going to punish you next week now. (laughs) So they're cursed. They have a witch. Um, Once you end up coming into this town, you can't leave uh, because you'll commit suicide if you try to leave the town. Okay. Uh, and that's what the witch does is she makes you commit suicide. Okay. Years and years ago, somehow they managed to sew her eyes and her mouth closed because if she looked at you or she talked to you, you'd commit suicide. Um, and now she's just in the town. She can, she appears and, and walks around all the time. She's kind of like the stray cat of the town that doesn't really mess with people, but everybody's scared of her and they know that she's the root of this. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like one, like 1967, they were trying to like, all right, let's rid ourselves of this witch. Let's see what she wants and we'll get her out of here. So like this doctors like cut one stitch on her mouth and then he listened and then he just immediately started stabbing himself in the face with a scalpel. As soon as he said she whispered anything to him. So Sounds fun. that's where I'm going to end. Um, so if that concept grabs you, Hex by Thomas Old Huevet. Huevet? It's a Dutch novel that was translated into English. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Heidi Hill, it's really funny. I've just been reading more Song of Ice and Fire. What's that? It's the game, the the novels that Game of Thrones is based on. Oh. 
I just read a thing about that guy. I think it's him. George R. R. Martin. I think it's him that like he writes on like the super old computer program. Yeah, WordStar. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He that that's the program so old. Like obviously you can't get it anymore. Uh-huh. But he found a bug, and like complained about it over Twitter or something. And one of the original creators, like. Fixed the bug for him and sent him a disc. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, a floppy disk, probably. Uh, the The screenwriting program that I liked is gone, so I had to try to come up with something else that was close. Which reminds me, you're two days away from your uh, time limit. How are you coming on that? Uh, good. <laughs> you fucking liar. I still haven't read what you wrote two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So you're a liar. <laughs> well, no, not a liar about that. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. told the truth. Yeah, so. Anyways, um, I'm a lazy bastard. Yeah, trying to push you here. I'm trying to motivate. I get it. Hmm. Public humiliation, not really my thing. So <laughs> that's not, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> this I like week, you're trying to like, no, I did. I guess I did. <laughs> that's that's true. Uh, <laughs> this week, who we got sponsoring us? Uh, vile consumption. What's vile consumption? Vile consumption is. A dude, right? It's just a guy. Yeah, and he's awesome, and he makes really awesome art. Uh, very like poppy comic book kind of style art out of like picture like old uh, comic book covers from like the Golden Age kind of Marvel, yep. Golden Age Silver Age kind of a Marvel DC, but that time frame, but like the old horror uh, books. Uh, I don't remember. My my comic nerd thing. I don't remember any old horror companies. Oh, uh, you're talking about like EC Comics. Oh yeah, EC EC was yeah, awesome. So so it's kind of like EC Comics, but some of them are also just more like old Marvel comics. But yeah. they'll be. I have a Tremors one that I bought, right? So right. it's Tremors. I have a Rawhead Rex one. Right. I have a Ghostface one where it's like Ghostface is swinging down, looking like he's Spider Man, basically. But it's Ghostface mm-hmm. from Scream. So they're based on these classic covers and these iconic movie franchises and mashing them together with yes. a dude who can fucking draw. Yes. Um, he actually did the cover for our Cohen Over Cohen album, uh, mm-hmm. which is available for pre-order. The, not the album, but the artwork from yes. him. Uh, it's called Ugg the Bounty Hunter. Mm-hmm. My concept. Dibs. Of course. Gotta say it. Um, but the art for that he did without any Cohen Over Cohen reference, so it's... It's just for Critters fans mm-hmm. uh, is available on his website now, right? Uh, which is what vileconsumption.storeenvy.com. That okay. is vileconsumption, one word. Dot storeenvy, s t o r e e n v y. dot com. Is there a double e in there? I don't think there is. Now I question myself. Now that I spelled it out. Storeenvy.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing he's getting into is the enamel pins. Um. He's diving into that too, which is cool. Um, here's my, here's my suggestion for you. Would we come back to this in a little bit, Justin? Mm-hmm. I want to come back to this. Store Envy has one E in it, so so it's Store S T O R E N V Y. Vileconsumption Got it. Go get cool art. Um, I need you to come up with a, a suggestion for a piece that he needs to do. From something you know from horror, which probably just has to be in the canon of Remake Me. Okay. 
So come up with a concept before the end of the episode. Before the end? Of, no. Yes. Before the end of the episode? No. Yes. Why? Because that would be hilarious. <laughs> but it'll be shit. No. I know what you come up with will be gold. It's going to be great. Like it's he's going to run with this. Either that's going to be shit or or the episode's going to be shit because you're going to be talking and I'm going to be thinking. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Your harebrained I'm ideas. You, no, you're I'm, just so wacky. <laughs> Psycho Cop. Psycho Cop. Um, so I was debating about doing Psycho Cop. Um, I, knew, I I had this concept in my mind, but I hadn't seen Psycho Cop um, because of my maniac cop love is why I got pulled into it, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. And I decided I was going to watch them basically to figure out if I thought it was worth watching for the episode, for the podcast. And I was still kind of debating after I watched two. But then I looked and I was looking at what people were saying about Psycho Cop and Psycho Cop 2. And a few people were saying they were better than Maniac Cop. And that just got me so fucking pissed (laughs) off that I was like, I have to have you watch Psycho Cop so that you can see just how much better Maniac Cop is than Psycho Cop. (laughs) Usually I try to go in like neutral on these things, but there's no way when we do do Maniac Cop, you're going to know that I can go in neutral. Yeah. but that just pissed me off so much. So this was like, I, I, this is an episode just that's bred by hate. Like, like, that, like that's a comic book thing in and of itself, right? Like sure. everything, like people's motivations are by hate and anger. Mm-hmm. That's what this episode is fueled from. Like these movies are not better than Maniac Cop, which you've never seen. <laughs> yes. So look forward to that in 50 episodes <laughs> when we do Maniac Cop. Um, Cause you're waiting for like a, a big number, right? Obviously. Oh, it's going to be a huge deal. Like, yeah. Like, as much as I like vile consumption, Mm -hmm. it's going to be like CNN or Fox News are battling over right now. We're trying to decide our allegiance with where we're going to (laughs) go based on Maniac Cop episode. Who gets to do the graphics? Um, No, who's going to sponsor that episode? Oh, okay. It's it's a bidding war right now. Why would you go with news companies? Hmm? Why did you go with news company? I was saying I didn't have a soul that I'll sell it oh. to either side. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Speaking of selling your soul, nice. Psycho Cop. <laughs> What's our synopsis, Justin? Uh, a dude worships the devil, dresses up like a cop, and kills teenagers. He doesn't. He is a cop. He doesn't just dress up like a cop. Well, he he is a cop. How he was only a cop for like a day, right? I don't know if he was a cop for a day. Even if you're a cop for a day, you're a cop. Sure. Okay. <laughs> right? So a, a cop worships the devil mm-hmm. and kills a bunch of teenagers. Much better. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, Bob Vance from The Office. Bob Vance. It took, it took me so long. I was watching this and I was like, he looks familiar. Who is that? It took me the longest time, and finally I Googled it, and I was like, this guy could not have done anything else. He is so fucking terrible. And then I was like, he's got 100 credits on IMDb? Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's Bob Vance. And then I couldn't <laughs> stop seeing Bob Vance. <laughs> what are your overall thoughts on Psycho Cop? Uh, I don't like anyone in this movie. No. Nothing. This is zero. Like, it's the writing isn't good, but the acting is so much worse. Like, 
It's really bad. Like, I'm sure you could find six attractive 20-somethings who can read a line a little bit at all. <laughs> instead of just, like, ramming sentences together. My... So that probably <laughs> sounded like a bullhorn or like a French horn just played. Justin just ran. You snapped you, a spring. A spring on the, the mic arm, I, which probably isn't going to be caught on mic at all, but yeah, now we're talking no, about I, it. I'm very flaily when I talk. <laughs> I have a lot of hand gestures. You, you look like Danny DeVito from, from Batman Returns. You flippers flopping around. That was very mean. <laughs> The jet you laugh heartily. <laughs> I've always um, aspired to be more of a heat miser. <laughs> I'm Mr. Okay. So, all right. So, I, I got to go straight to this because you were talking about bad actors. Uh-huh. The caretaker, which is like Fabio Jr., <laughs> yeah, is the worst, might be the worst actor I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, I don't know. He's like this hot. 22 year old blonde haired guy that literally when he's he's having a conversation with the people on screen and he's just looking all over <laughs> in the air like a cat with a laser pointer man i feel like yes sure but i feel like he was slightly less monotone than uh not dougie not zach the other one i i all of the guy the only character other than the caretaker that i can differentiate in my head is the girl with the brush because that was yeah. her only defining characteristic yes. is that she brushed her hair <laughs> yes. and the only reason that existed is so they could find a hairbrush at the end of the movie and go something must be wrong she she went off with zach in the woods to fuck <laughs> <laughs> which couldn't be true because she would have taken her hairbrush exactly uh I've got some, definitely would have used that thing. somebody that shall not be named uh, uh, had dated someone else that shall not be named. Great start to the story. And uh, this individual uh, throughout high school had a hairbrush that she frequently made love to. <laughs> like that was. <laughs> All right, then. That was her <laughs> go-to toy. And everybody knew it. Did she not have like a detachable shower head? Um, well, I mean, you couldn't take like that on a car ride or anything. I guess. Yeah. Is this the person who used to? Dude, we'll talk about it off mic. <laughs> you <laughs> give hints, it's gonna. No, but like go down the highway. Yeah, and blow dudes. Is that <laughs> okay. what you're talking about? Uh, I well, this should be an off mic conversation <laughs> at this point because we're gonna. <laughs> Uh, this is fun. Yeah. We're professionals. We have sponsors. <laughs> uh, so right off the bat, uh, so he he picks up his leather jacket and goes to put it on. This is the Psycho Cop. Yes. After the credits, which show Psycho Cop, and then it's like a Freddy Krueger slash for some reason. This is even before the credits. This, this is, is pre-credits? This, this is pre-credits. Okay. This is before the sting. It sounds like whatever they used for Foley was a brown paper bag as he put the leather jacket on. The sound design in this, like, I'm going to be Tom Carosa here. The sound design was the worst thing there, ever. There is footsteps everywhere they walk. Mm-hmm. They are walking outside in the grass, and it's just the the sound of a tap dancing person on a bowling alley. In a bowling alley? Are you on a bowling bowling lane? There you go. 
Don't, don't stand on a bowling lane, though, because you'll fall flat on your face and things <laughs> slippery. I but, know from but experience. It, but, but everywhere, it was the exact same town. Every time somebody took a step, it was exactly like it was high heels on a, on a hardwood floor. And that fucking squeak toy that I think was... I thought that that sound meant something. I thought that that sound was attached to they're about to find a body. Mm-hmm. Because I gave this film some credit, <laughs> I guess. But no, it just happens 12 times at the end of the movie. Uh, and I think it's supposed to be something, it's supposed to be like an animal in the woods, like a squirrel or something. Okay. But it just sounds like they squeaked a dog toy <laughs> and did one take and played it 14 million times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the audio was definitely distracting. It's not like it's, it's good enough that it's not like shot on shittio, that it's distracting and just unprofessional. This movie is just professional enough yeah. to be infuriating. It's made by Carrie Elway's brother. Is it? Cassian Elway's. He produced it. Oh. He produced both of them. The director of this went on to become like some famous ballet dancer's uh, like uh, archivist. Like that's what he was known for. Like when you look at his Wikipedia, huh. uh, it's like so-and-so is this archivist. Also, he made a couple movies. <laughs> a ballet dancer archivist. That's pretty funny. Is what he was known for. His middle name was also Bean, I saw, which was interesting. Uh, when the, when we get to the second movie, I was very excited about the writer of that one. Phineas and Ferb? Yeah. I like Dan Pavenmeyer from Family Guy, Rocco's Modern Life, co-creator Phineas and Ferb. I like Phineas and Ferb. It's so good. Yeah. I don't uh, even have children and I watch that show. <laughs> um, okay, so... We meet our group of kids, right? It might not even be so our group of that, kids. So before that, there's there's the the couple. Yeah. That this is the first kill, which the first kills off screen. Fun. And then like he kills the woman by holding her up and breaking her neck. Mm-hmm. And then he walks away in the most stiff manner I've ever seen. Like I'm like, are th- is he supposed to be a robot? That's are we supposed walking- to think that he's a like a a robot who loves blood because he washed his hands in a bowl of blood at the beginning? Robot that loves blood. That actually sounds like a better movie. <laughs> a robot psycho cop. Um, it, it might have been this guy, or it's one of our group of kids. But there's a, a point when they open up a beer. Think fast, and it's empty. Yeah, it's just he opens like up a beer a, says think fast, and it's open up, but it's like a bottle. It's a it's a can of yeah. air because it like. It does the sound, uh-huh. and then he like immediately throws it. Yeah, he's like, Meh. it's obviously empty. Yeah, <laughs> and he goes like, huh, weird, and tosses it. <laughs> it's a can of air. Like what he didn't the- realize that it was supposed to be a prop that he was supposed to use. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck's this? Throw it. <laughs> Why does all this glass just keep breaking so easy? What the fuck? <laughs> this chair, I can't even sit in it. It just breaks as soon as I touch it. All the actors in this movie made me like crave. I wanted Trey Songs back. Like they made me think Trey Songs was like, <laughs> like a fantastic actor. Why do I remember the who's Trey Songs? He's the rapper the, who's in Texas the Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Got it. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. Um, the go ahead. Oh, I just random thoughts. Sega cops wearing Nazi boots. That's fun. Uh, when they show the caretaker, he get, his axe is missing. You can tell his axe is missing because he has spray painted everything except where his tools go. So there's a big <laughs> axe shaped piece yes. missing. Yep. Like, 
and his axe is really shiny, so he didn't spray paint over everything. So he had to create uh, an exact replica of his axe and use it as a stencil to spray paint over that wall for all of his tools. That's what I do. Yeah. There's a phone in this movie that kind of is plays a key part because they use this phone a lot. But it is mounted on a shelf outside of the garage. By this the, is a land, pool shed. Yeah. This is a landline phone mm-hmm. that is sitting outside on a shelf held up by two L brackets in the shittiest way possible. Yeah. Like it's it's like you could tell that the production rented this place and they couldn't actually screw into the side of the house so they've got it up with like double sided tape so they can take <laughs> some goo on to it when it's over or something. Yeah. In what world is there a regular landline outside on a shelf like that? That's not a thing. I, I don't know. I thought maybe the benefit of the doubt is it's by a pool, so it's closer if they need to make a call than the house. But but it, but it wouldn't function because it would get rained on. Like even if well, even if they're I, that rich, I think they're in like Southern California or something. Oh, you're right. It doesn't rain there. Never mind. My bad. Yeah. It doesn't really rain there. It does rain there. Occasionally. Enough that you're going to leave your phone sit outside? You're a bank. You don't care. What? A bank owns that place. But the whole premise had, is that the bank owns it. But somebody had to have installed that at some point. The bank didn't install it. You don't know that. <laughs> Banks bank. are people now. Citizens <laughs> United. Politics. Mic drop. Uh, we need to leave that in in case Fox News comes through on that Maniac Cop <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he, he kills the caretaker, right? And so I thought something was going to happen here. The caretaker sees Psycho Cop, and he says, it can't be, and then Psycho Cop axes him in the head. <laughs> and this never gets brought up again. I wrote, it can't be also. I wrote, I can't, that, can't, yes. That was one of the worst lines ever, because it's like it meant something to him. If you just had a cop standing in front of you, why would your line be, it can't be? Right, so you obviously know yes. something. No. Something has happened here. <laughs> it can't be. Nope, nothing. <laughs> no callback to that ever. Um, and he does not scream. He doesn't. All he says is, it can't be. He gets axed in the head. Mm-hmm. And then we cut back to very loud music playing and someone saying, I heard a scream. I thought I heard a scream. I kind of don't get why they are so weirded out a lot. Like they keep feeling like something is wrong. But because they don't have any reason to think anything is wrong. Because there's 20 minutes of movie and 90 minutes of or 70 <laughs> minutes of people going, did you hear that? What's going on? I feel funny. There's no reason for them to feel funny. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing happening for them to be worried about anything. Um, so can we talk about Bob Vance's performance for a little bit? Sure. What the hell was he doing? It, it, it was like they were trying to make him like a catchphrase. Like he was, he was a catchphrase machine. But but none of the all of them were terrible. Yes, every that's my single, favorite part. Every single catchphrase. It wasn't even terrible in like Batman and Robin. Mister Freeze terrible. It was. I used to meet you. It was terrible. All right, so I wrote down a few of them. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. And this act when he's acting, it is the most over the top maniacal acting. You he can gets do, even right? more over the top in the second one, which I yes. love. But uh, so he goes looking for me like that's a catchphrase that's not even a catch that doesn't have that's not a pun that it's doesn't not, have it's any, not really cop related no uh you shouldn't assault a police officer <laughs> yeah the, the, I, 
uh, you shouldn't drink and drive. It's against the law. <laughs> like everything that he says is so is like they're trying to make a catchphrase. Yeah. It's like they're anticipating the psycho cop doll, which you pull <laughs> its string on its back, and then it just says things like an eye for an eye. I don't know why what? I turned into Keanu. Why is, he, why is he quoting the Bible? <laughs> he says something like that, doesn't he? Says, he says, like, you have the right to remain silent, and he shoves a baton down a dude's throat. Maybe. That's cool. But I also, when I said an eye for an eye, I turned into Keanu Reeves for a minute for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Keanu Reeves is starring in the remake. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh! Go. I know what I was thinking of. He says, have a heart. Because he, like, rips somebody's heart out. Remember him ripping Nehemiah's heart out? I think that's what it was. But anyway, it's it's a heart pun, right? Yeah. And he's like, "Have a heart," <laughs> and does something with a heart. I think that may have been one of the cops. Probably. I was I was paying less attention at that point because they were literally just spouting exposition. <laughs> but <laughs> there's like, no exposition. We have to give this guy a backstory. Because here's the thing: this was not a cop. This isn't have anything to do with him being a cop. This it is has a, absolutely nothing. To do this with is him a being slasher a movie. The, the thing, guy is wearing a cop costume. The the only thing that I think that was cool about the premise of him being a cop is when some when shit's going down, who do you want to see is the cops. And it then it's and it's a cool that the guy who you should be excited to see is actually the murderer. That was clever. But then we bring in two other cops just to be like more bodies and just spout exposition like here's this guy's entire backstory i don't know how i know all of it but i'm gonna search through stuff while i say everything he's uh, joe vickers his real name's like no bullshit like (laughs) (laughs) no bullshit yeah (laughs) he let his parents died and he like turn he turned to god and god rejected him and he turned to the devil and like how do you know all this shit about him (laughs) like I end so many things by saying like, mm-hmm. I bring it, I have a point, like. I say, and things like that. Yeah. That's my verbal diarrhea I need to watch for. I also say ah and um a lot, but I'm getting more than less of this. Yeah. Speaking of ah and um, do girlfriends just take bu- bubble baths together? Yes, don't yours? <laughs> That reminds me, we got to be wrapping up here. I got my wife's friends coming over for a bubble bath. Okay, in a bit. yeah, that's good. Yeah, you got to schedule those. Yeah. You know, with kids and everything, it's just have hard enough time just getting everybody together. Yeah, well, I do. We do them at the same time. The kids all go in the bubble bath, and then they go in the bubble bath. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. good. It's it's eco friendly that way. Yeah. Um, I just we critiqued you saying um, and then I ummed. So you talked about like the hairbrush. They're just coming up with every ridiculous wait, wait, wait. way. This hairbrush or my friend of a friend's hairbrush? <laughs> Anyone. Okay. They're they try to come up with every conceivable No, they don't. Because there are good ones. They reach for anything to get these kids outside going, I'm by myself. What's going on out here? One guy Like the case of the mystery beer? <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> like that's the like a missing... half hour thing. The case of the missing beer. Yeah, because Zach drank it all. My favorite is did I leave my toothbrush outside? <laughs> and you know what? He did. He did leave his toothbrush outside. That's mystery solved. Uh, they tried hard with this one. No, they didn't. They really tried. They reached for the first thing. 
I'm missing something. Huh? What? A uh, toothbrush. I don't know. <laughs> Does, I was pantomiming him brushing my teeth. And an actor had to memorize that line. Yeah. Being like, there was a director like, all right, the toothbrush scene, is that what we're doing Okay, next? so here's your motivation. You, I got this you really love this toothbrush, right? <laughs> You're a teenager. You really care about your hygiene. You know, there's ladies here. You want to look your best. You want to smell your best. You know what you know what you use your mouth for? Kissing. You want to do a lot of that, so you really need this toothbrush. They're they're clean. They just yeah. had a bubble bath with each other. Exactly. <laughs> um every four seconds the exact same music cue kicks in. It's I'm oh, just shit, happy something drowns happened. out those footsteps, man. <laughs> they're walking through the woods and just clomp, clomp, clomp. But it's just like something's real intense. Something really intense is happening. He's looking for his toothbrush. Will he find his toothbrush? Will Psycho Cop find him first? How's that beer going? Because <laughs> the guy got any beer yet? Think fast. <laughs> oh, it's, it's air again. <laughs> I also want to talk about Zach and his him being a practical joker. So his practical jokes include stealing that girl's ha- hairbrush, mm-hmm. putting soup down his pants, and opening beer in other people's faces. Uh, I think that's consistent with the writer of the toothbrush. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's like, that guy's idea of a oh, toothbrush. A practical Joker. <laughs> that's which not... which culminates in this convoluted thing that Psycho Cop has done, where he has beer and the hairbrush and everything in the car. And they're like, "Is this another one of Zach's practical jokes?" Oh, it's the it's the crosses in the wood. In yes. the woods, I think. Yes. Is this another one of Zach's practical jokes? No, this seems to have forethought. <laughs> Which, by the way, I just remembered those crosses in the woods fucking meant nothing. No, nothing. God damn it! This was <laughs> I forgot about those. <laughs> but yeah, it's like oh, Zach wore these practical jokes. He his last practical joke was putting soup in his pants. <laughs> he doesn't have this much forethought. <laughs> I'm very angry about this. <laughs> I have opinions <laughs> about soup pants. Um, uh, Psycho Cop gets his comeuppance, though. Right? He ends up getting it's, it's a the, giant branch thrown through his body. It's the only cool part of this movie. But he, a regular dude. Yeah. This average guy. He was a little ripped. <laughs> okay, whatever. Maybe he was the javelin star. Okay, so the javelin star. <laughs> I just, I'll give you, do you the best I can. The <laughs> javelin star is doing this, right? Yeah. And he takes a tree branch and throws it through another human being's chest. Yeah. All the way back the outside. One shot. This isn't like he battering rammed it. No. I said batter. Yeah. Yeah, battering ram. No, one shot. Yeah. Threw it through another human being's threw chest. Threw it in the air. It went through his chest and through his leather jacket. This is a 4.6. Seven five four and three quarters inch diameter branch. I don't think it's that wide, but I don't know. I'm not good at judging thickness. <laughs> Penis joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, a human being did that. Is what we're supposed to believe. <laughs> Which, I can at least way- see. That whole javelin thing, Mm -hmm. after watching it, I was just like, one time, just mention that he throws javelin at at school. (laughs) Just do that one time, and you set up your epic ending. Yes. The one cool thing in your movie is completely set up by one line. If they had that effect, 
I could buy it if Psycho Cop did it. They didn't have to set up anything, but no. he's got powers of the devil. Yeah. Let him chuck it through him. The devil who, and a really cool 666 tattoo that looks like it was done in Big Ben oh. on the back of his hand. <laughs> it was absolutely, they borrowed one from Stephen King, <laughs> and they wrote 666 in Big Ben on his hand. What else do you have for Psycho Cop, Justin? I will so, say this definitely, not as good as Maniac Cop. <laughs> Shocking. Just this pretty bitch and javelin toss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Do you think vile consumption should make a Psycho Cop poster? No. I don't either. <laughs> but maybe a- they should make a Psycho Cop Returns poster. Oh, do you think so? I really liked this movie. Seriously? I did. God It's damn so it. bad. It's so bad. It was so enjoyable. That first one is just so bad and it hurts. Oh. It's like, this movie's only 90 minutes. Like, not even 90 minutes. But I feel like I need to fast forward through it. This one is only 80 minutes. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> so already it's better. <laughs> okay, what's the premise of Psycho Cop 2? Uh, Psycho Cop, but a bachelor party. Yeah. Instead of teens hanging out somewhere so we talked about the writer um so it starts off with our group of not likable guys who uh i think larry is likable okay you like franklin though so listeners if you haven't seen this movie you choose a side right now justin likes franklin (laughs) larry is kind of like a wisecracking kind of every guy brian is annoying piece of shit but larry yeah so I think his name's Larry. His name might even not be Larry. I don't know. The the one guy is like the one I, I'm bringing the mouth. booze for us four people, and they have enough there to literally kill every one of them. Oh yeah, five times over. Yeah. The top drawer I think was just champagne. Like, and the bottom drawer was just booze. Like, <laughs> it was insane how much <laughs> alcohol they had. It was yeah. incredible. Uh, uh, it starts off at a donut shop, and. I appreciated what they were trying to do, uh, but, you know, they didn't have good quality equipment, so it just came off for looking really shitty. But right off the bat, I could tell this was already more well-written when they're like, I think that's uh, Officer Inbred is what they call him. I think that's Officer Inbred behind us. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go check. And the police car is filled with body parts. So obviously he can't have anybody come to the window. So he just turns on his lights and goes. Hold on, you're brushing past this way too much. (laughs) It's Psycho Cop. It's Psycho Cop. He has a car, literally body parts laying around the passenger seat. Like the same way that I might have uh, a fountain pop uh, container or some wrappers or an aborted baby. Mm -hmm. He Wait. No, he has. Not me. Don't, Don't look in my trunk. I thought you were a liberal. Don't look at my... No, no, no. Fox, remember? Oh, Fox. Shit. Uh, Yeah. Abortion is murder. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, our opinions can be bought, folks. (laughs) Uh, Abortions might be great. I don't know. (laughs) Tune in next week. (laughs) Maybe go get me one of them. (laughs) Okay. So he literally has body parts laying on the passenger seat and on the floor on, i think they were on newspaper so you know <laughs> he keeps it clean but anybody walking by is gonna be yep. suspect of whatever is happening inside this of car just the random hands and arms <laughs> and i think there was a head in there go ahead 
uh, my first note after the Dan Poppenmeyer one is uh, this music is already 3,000% better. Because it was music and it wasn't the same musical cue the whole time. So already way better. Okay. Uh, also, at one point, someone my, says... My, you my second, third note says worst score ever. Just what? so you know. I mean, it wasn't great, but compared to the first one, the first one is unlistenable. So, all right, being objective, of course this one is better. But yeah. I think this one starts getting into the realm of, like, not good enough that it's bad. Instead of good, bad, this is bad, good. I wrote this note. I don't even remember anything about the score. So to me, that's fine. Because I remember everything about the score of Sega Cup 1 because it was so grating. Right. So the fact that it was completely forgettable is miles better for me. Yeah. At one point, Brian's on the phone and he says, uh, do you have cherry chapstick? And they've talked about getting strippers. Cherry chapstick is a particular term for a woman's clitoris. And I think Dan Pavenmeyer was just like a 20-something-year-old who thought this would be really funny to put in a movie and the director didn't know what it was. I don't I've never heard that before. Hmm. Make you listen to that Katy Perry song in a whole new light. I don't think I know a Katy Perry song. I'm I sure kissed, I'd recognize it if I, I heard it. I kissed a girl and I liked it, the taste of her cherry chapstick. So cherry chapstick is specifically a clitoris that has uh, been reddened through like excessive rubbing and flicking and things like that. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. New, 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 new. I thought that was a myth. The clitoris? Yeah. <laughs> what? I didn't, th- I didn't think those existed. <laughs> uh, you're funny. <laughs> like women's feelings. Yeah. I didn't think that they were real. No. Multiple <laughs> orgasms? They can't even have one. I've tried. I've checked this out. I've done personal research. They can't yeah, even have nope. one. Does it happen? Nope. Um... I really don't have that much for this movie because I really did not have as much fun with this as I did the first one. All right, I know, yeah, so you and I'm going to totally run down disagree. why this movie's better. Do it. These people can act. They really ham it up, including <sighs> Brian's death scene. It's so hammy. Okay, here's the difference for me is that I don't think I did a great job of explaining it. If if this is a, a real movie... Mm-hmm. <laughs> as opposed to a fake one? I don't... So if this is a movie that objective, this movie absolutely is objectively better, right? Because Psycho Cop is so bad that I think it puts it into the pantheon of bad movies. This is in the Trolls. This is in the Rooms, which I haven't seen. The first one or the second? First one. No. The first one is unwatchable. I don't think so, man. No, the first one is terrible. It's not, it's not something you can come, you can get around with some friends and have fun riffing on. Because everyone's just gonna be like depressed <laughs> on how bad it is. This I one at least it's fun. It's campy. No, but, but it knows that it. But it, but that's the difference. You can't have fun with something that knows that it's having fun. All right. I still haven't seen the room. Okay, but it's pretty. It's pretty well established. He just he says it. Well, it it's not true. But when he was making it, he thought he was making a masterpiece. Yeah, so did the guy of Patrol too. That's the point. That's why that sincerity is yeah. something that you can latch on to and just tear their soul apart because they really tried and it was bad. 
you can't do that with Psycho Cop 2 because they're in on the joke, but it's just bad. So it's like you've got real actors that are doing a bad job as opposed to these people. Those weren't real actors doing a bad job. There weren't any, there wasn't anybody in there who amounted to anything. Really. It doesn't, but they were, you just said that they were better, but they were doing a bad job. As they, opposed, they were better in the fact that they were somewhat competent. They could deliver a line with a not monotone. Right. You and it could kind point, of feel what they were feeling a little bit, though Brian got a little weird. But th- that's my point, though, is that you're saying they were almost passable. I would rather have dog turd and be able to revel in that. No, it's okay. So let me, Troll Two, I think, is the perfect example, right? Yes. Because you've seen Best Worst Movie. Yes. It's a fantastic documentary. So the dentist that played the dad, right? Mm-hmm. Like that notch my belt scene mm-hmm. and all that, like. He is a terrible actor, but he is trying. I don't believe anybody other than Bob Vance tried in Psycho Cop 1. These people in Psycho Cop 2 were bad actors who were trying. And that makes it a worse movie. No. Yes. That's why Troll 2 was good, because they were trying, and they didn't have talent, but they had enthusiasm. No one in Psycho Cop had enthusiasm except for Bob Vance. Uh... I don't think there's going to come to a consensus between us on this one. No. Yeah, I don't think we're going How to get How is that going to stop us? From coming to a consensus? No. It's, it's not going to happen. Bullshitting. That's what we do. That's, that's why we created this thing. Oh. To listen to ourselves. Oh, we're supposed to be entertaining? On. No. Fuck. It's a vanity project. Okay. What is your What is your vile consumption poster? <laughs> Suggestion. Here's mine. Okay. Mine is... Child's Play 3, but it's like an advertisement for the barber. Yeah, that's good. It's an advertisement for the barber, and it's something a lot like it's got little quotes that says something like, uh, you know, uh, haircuts are $8, but I'll smell your hair for free or something like that. Just so, like something creepy, and then it can have like uh, bloody dripping uh, combs or something like that, and just like... Him is like he was just creepy. He didn't kill anybody. No, but that's but that's the thing in the what vile consumption does is they put the spin on stuff, right? So yeah. so there's things that don't necessarily happen, but they do. So there's like, uh, um, you know, uh, Jason crawling out of the grave uh, is one of his posters that he had that vile consumption has that isn't a scene, but it's it's putting a twist on them. You know, it's taking that little nugget. And turning it into something else that it isn't. And that's my pitch. It's Child's Play 3, creepy, creepy uh, barber. When did you when did you think of that? When I told you to do it. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Mm. What do you got? I don't know. I haven't been thinking of anything. I've been thinking it's about Psycho Cop and Psycho Cop 2. It's pathetic. Do Psycho Cop Returns and like <clears throat> have the... The strippers on there because that's fun, mm-hmm. and uh, we said an elevator with a bloody out of order sign. I don't know, Brian with an axe in his back, definitely. Cause fuck Brian. I don't know. Okay, this is why I said it would be shit. Yeah, you were right. Yeah, you are shit. I don't disappoint. <laughs> Uh, look forward to the Child's Play 3 
uh, poster coming soon from Vile Consumption. He's not going to do that. <laughs> no. I don't think there's nearly the market for that. Is there a scream? No. But for I mean, actually. It's Child's Play. Yeah. But it's Child's Play 3. Yeah. But for. <laughs> it's the one that only we like. <laughs> uh, Spoilers. Yeah. But for uh, actual real things that people. Allow, you know, I say that, but he has a Rawhead Rex one, which yeah. is pretty awesome. Um, coming to 4K. Coming to 4K. Um, but it's so, town near you. Vileconsumption.storeenvy.com uh, is going to have those posters uh, and pins for you. Continue with the Psycho Cop 2. Okay. This isn't fun because you're just like, I hated this and I'm sorry, now it's man. all you. I'm sorry. I'm, so no, I want to I I argue with you. Go ahead. It's just like uh, things like, okay, so the, the it starts at the beginning of the day, right? Because at one point he mentions going out to lunch with sexy accountant lady. Mm-hmm. Then they go to the copy room and the two married people who are having the affair are making out in there. Yes. And they're like, we should make out in here and then maybe have some sex. Eight hours later, they're still making out and he is just now taking off her panties. It's tantric. (laughs) It's tantric necking, dude. I think that's priapism at that point. Uh, I think is this the time when we get my favorite line ever from Psycho Cop? Okay, which is, you know, I'm beginning to expect foreplay. <laughs> I'm beginning to suspect foreplay. Yeah, yeah, that's the best. Yeah, that's the one that I legitimately <laughs> was with Bob Vance on. I was like, that's actually this, a funny line. This one puns Good it up you. like. So, I think the script was written with Dan Povenmire writing 112 puns, mm-hmm. and then, like, what am I going to do with all these cop puns? And then somebody was like, hey, there was a Psycho Cop movie, maybe you should write the second one. And so, he just built the script around that. So, there are big, big sections where Psycho Cop is just talking to himself, just pun after pun after pun after pun <laughs> after pun, not saying anything other no. than puns. No. Just like, is this one going to catch on? Is this one going to catch on? How about this one? And it worked because you know how much the kids are are quoting Psycho oh, yeah. Cop. I'm beginning to suspect foreplay. <laughs> it's that old go-to. Not so much now, but in 1993, that was all the rage with yeah. the kids and their vanilla ice t-shirts. Uh, so I discovered today that this is on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, this whole movie. And we had a, a VHS rip because it wasn't it's not it wasn't on DVD, mm-hmm. so we had a, a VHS one. And there's a Blu-ray out now. There is. Mm-hmm. I might have to buy that. <laughs> uh, but was it the version that we had? Because every time he like he's gonna throw the throw the javelin through the people, mm-hmm. or axe Brian, or stab Gus in the eye. It cuts to, he starts to do it, and then it jump cuts to, it's just happened. I, You're asking the guy that <laughs> disliked this so much, I don't want to discuss it. You're the if guy I've who's seen, supposed to have like, the I've facts seen on more these than things. One, if I've seen more than one version of this, I, I have not. I have not. Uh, the one, Mike, he, he gets stuck in the elevator, and... He opens up the doors. Mm-hmm. Don't. Kids, if you're listening at home, 
never, ever, ever, ever open up the doors in the stuck elevator. And then if you do that, which you shouldn't, don't do that. Even if you do that, do not try to climb up anywhere. Well, it worked too well for him. Uh, he he literally says, I need to lose some weight while the bottom half of his body is still in there. And I'm like, he's going to get, it's going to get cut off and that's going to be funny. I need to lose some weight. Boom. Half of him is gone. Done. Does not happen. Nope. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> he later gets back in the elevator and it starts going up and down, but he goes side to side. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. I don't know. Which they they just would show they had a shot of the pulley it going down and, they and then they would just do a, a jump cut to it reversal. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So have it go back and forth. I thought that was pretty good. I don't I, I can't wrap my head around the financials for this movie that they took a movie they took Maniac Cop and then they ripped it off. They're like this movie was a moderate success, Maniac Cop. We need to rip it off. And let's hope we can get one-tenth of what Maniac Cop made. But if you do it on like one-twentieth the budget, that makes sense. Yes, but then it generated a sequel. Like, my mind is blown by that, man. Like, the, the financials for this stuff is, is just mind-numbing that, that's, that that is the route to take. You know what else I like about this movie? The devil knows how to use a fax machine. <laughs> it's great. Uh, he also has great hooker aim. It might have been the gin, and when he was using the gem as a as a phone, mm-hmm. yeah, it's the same technology. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just the, the gem is that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has great hooker aim. He threw that hooker right into the dumpster from like 30, 30 stories up. Clean garbage. It's good. Yeah. Clean garbage. We get some of that again. Yeah. There was no garbage in there. It wasn't even clean garbage. There was nothing in there. Uh, it's so fresh. Like my my trash, every time I, 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 I need to clean out the containers, every time I bring them in, and I just can't bring myself to do it because they're so disgusting. Okay. Would I have a proposal for you? Would you like this movie mm-hmm. if... I feel like I really need to concentrate on this. Go ahead. Okay, picture this. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you're, you know who Brian is. Brian is the one who mailed the weed. He is like the the one who gets shot and called a ninny. He's the jovial one. He's like yeah, the he's he's the one who has a cowboy hat over his erection during the the stripper scene. Okay, he's the nerdy one. Yep. Okay, would you like this movie uh-huh. if instead of whoever the fuck played him? Mm-hmm. Was played by Ted Raimi. I can see it. Yeah, I don't, I don't right? know if I'd like it, but I but I'm with you as far as as that casting for sure. Ted Raimi would have been way better. Yeah, but this guy was great because he was awful in the best ways. No. I, okay. So. <laughs> okay. So he spears the the affair people, and then everybody comes in and sees it and is like ah. And then Psycho Cop shows up, but they just think he's regular cop. So then he talks about who did all the murders. And then he's like, oh, wait, by the way, that's me. I was talking about myself. I did all these murders. And then Brian and Larry push a desk into him. And the girls bolt. Brian bolts. 
but for some reason Larry just stands there. And so he gets the desk pushed back at him, gets shot in the face. Brian had come back and was like, Larry, no. And then Segrecop looks at him and he just like plays with his fingers and like like if you're like, hey, three year old, what what does it look like if to act scared? And it's like, that's what he was doing with his body. So what Justin's doing now, imagine you're crinkling, crinkling up a piece of paper, but you're just writhing your, your hands. You're wringing your hands <laughs> in fear and anticipation of and, Bob Vance. Yeah. And he gets almost all the way there before he runs. He runs. And... I can't tell if his running is the best thing or the worst thing I've ever seen. It's definitely one. Uh, he gets shot in the back, like in the shoulder, and stops and then collapses backwards. Like, that's his big death scene. Ah! Like, doesn't even make a noise. Freeze frame. <laughs> I can't Fall understand backwards. the decisions, how they're made on these movies. Like, they obviously knew what this was, I think. But then they waste their time doing something like that. Like, if you're going to do, if you're going to have what you know is a shitty, campy movie, right? Do There's a hundred other ways to do it. Couldn't they, like, pull their hair and then that kills him? Like, that would have been humorous. Yeah. Like, nobody dies from getting their hair pulled. I mean, I don't know, something. He shoots three, four people in this movie. But in the first movie, he says the devil doesn't like guns. So he doesn't use a gun. I'm shocked that the continuity doesn't know, right? up here. <laughs> shocked. Okay, so speaking of shooting guns. Uh, so the three girls make it down. They're in the lobby. Oh, I thought this was a Fox commercial. <laughs> I thought we were getting ready to. <laughs> no. The three girls make it down. The two living stripper hookers and sexy accountant lady. They make it down and... Gus is on the floor. The security guard, he's dead. So she picks up his gun and like points it at the door where they just came from waiting for Psycho Cop. He doesn't show up and they're he is handcuffed to the doors mm-hmm. so they can't get out. And they're like, What are we gonna do? We can't get out. Oh, uh, they could totally Sh- get out. Shoot the glass. Shoot the glass. Shoot they, the glass. Even if, Shoot the glass. Shoot the glass. Even if that's not an option, they could fit through there still. Shoot the glass. They could fit through there. Shoot the glass. They could fit through. You have a gun. Shoot the glass. <laughs> Shoot the glass. No, they have to go back up to floor three to get through the, the garage. This is not good. But it's fun. It's not. And then just when you think the movie's over, no, it's got like ten more minutes because they have to run through the garage, but run outside. But think about what you're saying. You're saying, oh, and then they have, I like, thought the this Spider-Man was almost ending. over. I thought we were almost to the 80-minute mark. Like, nope, turns out we were only like 68 minutes. <laughs> and you're ready for it to be done. That's not a good movie. It's, I'm not saying this is good. I'm saying it's fun and you I liked it. You just said you thought about buying it. Yeah, because it's fun and I liked it. Ugh. Gross. So then, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to apologize for this ending. She makes it out. He gets her and starts slapping the shit out of her. This is a guy who has just picked people up and went, your neck, dead. (laughs) He's just slapping her over and over again. And so a bunch of people look out the window that are in a bar. It just happens to be a sports bar that has a lot of bats and shit on the walls. And they're like, hey, 
that cop's beating up that woman. Like shenanigans? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean shenanigans? Oh, he said it. He said it. We should watch that. Make an excuse for how that has a horror trope in it. Okay. Who wants a mustache ride? I do. I do. Uh, so they're like, hey, let's go help her. And then they spend five minutes passing out bats and gathering up the strength to go outside. And they all just stand around him and beat the shit out of him with bats. And then a guy walks out onto his terrace and is like, there's somebody beating the shit out of a cop with bats. I'm going to shoot it. And it's like the reverse Rodney King. Yes. So they go with the reverse Rodney King ending. And I was like, that's, I mean, it was 1994, so that had to have just happened. That was either 92, 93, 94, somewhere in there. You know he died this past year, right? Rodney King? Yeah. Huh. He, like, drowned in a pool. Weird. Sad. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. I mean, it's sad when anybody dies. Yeah. I don't really care about him other than it nice. sucks. Nice. You're continuing with the Fox News theme. <laughs> yep. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember... Uh, after high school, or maybe this was in high school, where we were like, you know, we need a we need a funny idea for a T-shirt, and it's like, who who is an obscure person from history mm-hmm. that we could just be like, fuck that guy, and we came up with it. We're like, fuck Eli Whitley. There's a Whitney, <laughs> Eli Whit- Eli Whitley, and we were gonna make a T-shirt that says fuck Eli Whitley. <laughs> I don't remember this, but you I don't kind remember of still this, at all? this idea. Like. So, like, we were stoked on this idea for several days, and then we realized he invented the machine that kind of let slavery not be a thing anymore. <laughs> That's probably a bad idea. <laughs> That's prob- That probably looks really racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm having Vegas recollections of this now. Uh. Uh. But that's not the end of the I movie. Still, I still like the concept of that, though. Just picking some innocuous yeah. thing. Just like, fuck Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? There's some fucking guy in Massachusetts like, yeah, fuck Connecticut. <laughs> Toll roads, my shit. <laughs> fucking leafers. Uh, but this movie is not done yet because we have to give, we have to go to the hospital this is still and see Brian somehow still alive. It's still in eighty one minutes. <laughs> they managed to make it feel like like an epic movie. And this he doesn't his arms aren't in casts. They're just like at his waist. And there's a nurse feeding him oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> and so he looks fine. He has like bandages, but he looks fine. He's in bed. Sitting next to him is sexy accountant who just looks like she, like she just got fucked up real hard. Like her face is fully bruised and like has cuts and everything. Like she should be the one in bed. But she says, how do you feel? And he says, like I just got shot in the shoulder and axed in the back. It should have ended with Rodney King. And then they look at each other and he starts laughing and then they both started laughing, and then they just fucking keep laughing. And he's laughing so fucking, he's like, it's a, literally a maniacal laugh. And, like, I expected him to, like, laugh into the lens or something. Like, as a 666 oh, tattooed so on his pupil. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> but then we go to room 666. 
And then he kills the guards and escapes as a doctor. Oh my god, a psycho cop. There can be a third one. There's not a third one. Thank God. We should write a third one. <laughs> I fucking hate this movie so much. You were so wrong. You could make something so fun with this property. I I agree with that. I think the second movie is so much fun. That first I, movie is garbage. This first, the second movie is fun garbage. Uh, I think this is a challenge, all right? So if you didn't watch this uh, with us, a lot of folks see what we're watching. They watch them with us. If you haven't done that, I really want you to do this now. You need to watch Psycho Cop with a group of people and then watch Psycho Cop 2 alone by yourself and tell me which one was better. I'll wait. I'll wait. Oh, they're not doing it yet, are they? Well, they've paused it. Now they're back and they have done it. Oh, good. And that's how time works. So I don't think we need to ask each other which one we preferred, but I will ask you this. Justin, uh-huh. Psycho Cop or Maniac Cop? Uh, Psycho Cop. Fuck you. <laughs> because I haven't seen one. I know. We'll get there. We'll get there. There's no way this is better. Like, I get so pissed off uh, at that This thought. is going to be like, I like Lawnmower Man 2 better than Lawnmower Man 1, even though Lawnmower Man 1 is a better movie. Maybe. Yeah. It might be that. It might be. Yeah, for sure. Um, I came up with two other ideas for vile consumption, okay. kind of centered around the same thing. So I think we need to pick one. Okay? okay. Ninja Turtles, comic book style. Sure. Are okay. we talking like Ninja Turtles, the TV show, or Ninja Turtles, the actual comic? No, the the comic, right? Because, you know, the, that was edgier. That was... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So first idea is like Casey Jones, not but not Casey Jones. And then he's... <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to. So the comic book concept would be Casey Jones and the Turtles around him, but it's not Casey Jones and the Turtles. It's Roddy Piper from They Live. I'm, I'm sorry, Roddy Piper from Hell Comes to Frogtown, and frogs around him. Like a badass Roddy Piper. Is one of them the lady Sam frog? Hell. What is one of them the lady frog? Yes, one of them is the lady frog that wants to toad fuck the shit out of lady him. frog, the king, the torture guy. And the, the like, uh, warlord who points them at the yeah. king. Yeah, and they, they, they look like the turtles. Yeah. That's one, okay? All right. Here's the other one. Krang, right? It's supposed to be Krang? Only, he's only from the, com- from the TV show, though. He's not in the comics. Whatever. <laughs> we can bend. These aren't real things. You can make whatever rules you want. But it's, the, it's a live baby, like in somebody's stomach. Instead of Krang, it's, the, it's a live baby. Nice. I feel like you would have to repl- you'd have to replace the dude, like the robot dude, also. Mm-hmm. So then it just looks like, well, that's the dad from They Live. He's just like telling dad <laughs> jokes. That's what that's what the the thought bubbles are. It's just a bunch of dad jokes. It's <laughs> like oh, she's good at having babies. She does it once every twelve years. Har har. <laughs> no. I feel like you liked my How Comes to Frogtown <laughs> idea better. Yeah. Because I feel like if you replace the dude and the baby, it becomes less distinguishable as Krang. We really need to get him on to see like what he thinks of our ideas. <laughs> like just Yeah, all right. Just or swatting just, them away. Just, we'll just write down like twenty or thirty pitches and just yes, pitch them. Yeah. And then he has to sit down and agree to do one of them. <laughs> what's happening the next time next episode everybody it sucks <laughs> no, it he's, he's hearing this for the first time right now 
definitely will not be the next no. episode. Vileconsumption.storeenvy.com. Vileconsumption.storeenvy.com. Only one E in Store Envy. Uh, Justin, mm-hmm. next week. You want to talk about next week? Week. Let's talk about it. Let's so, fucking do this. So I was debating about, I was going to hold off farther on this, but uh, especially we're working on the our, our screenplay for the radio play, and uh, I feel like this has to happen soon. If you stop mentioning it, they will forget about it and then be pleasantly surprised when we actually get it done. Mm. Okay. I'll edit <laughs> that out. But you need to see this anyway. First film. First film. Oh, wow. All right. This is a big one. If Nancy doesn't wake up screaming, she won't wake up at all. Wes Craven's A Nightmare on Elm Street. So this is it. This is another, This is like our last temple, isn't it? It's a big one. It's a big one. Like, Not well, quite maybe, as big as maybe Maniac Hellraiser. Cop. Maniac Cop. <laughs> <laughs> We called it temp- we called him road posts or something before. Lamp I post. don't know. <laughs> it's hanging a lamppost on it. It's hanging a lamppost on it. <laughs> okay, so this is a totally sincere question. You uh-huh. obviously know some stuff about this movie. Sure. Give me everything you got. What do you know? Uh, is this the one Johnny Depp's in, or is that a different one? It's Johnny Depp. Okay, so I know Johnny Depp gets sucked into a bed, mm-hmm. and then uh, just fountain of blood. Okay. Uh. I know Lady in a Tub and Fingers come up. Okay. Finger Blades come up. It's like the iconic moments. I know that one of them, it's, I think it might be three, or maybe it's five, is super gay. Mm-hmm. That's about all I know about Nightmare on Elm Street. No, you you know who Freddy Krueger is. Yes. What, what do you know? Like, do you know his MO? Uh, he's He lives in your dreams. Okay. Yeah. And he, he can supposedly only kill you in, his dream, in your dreams. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so you, you know yeah, a lot more like about this one burned, than, than the normal. Like burned, he was a child molester or something. Okay, burned. He's got his iconic Cosby sweater. Good Cosby sweater. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of takes on a new connotation, right? Uh, do you know what a Cosby sweater is? I mean, I guess the Cosby sweater is pretty crazy, and this one's just striped. But well, no. Is a Cosby sweater what like you call dic- uh, look like at, a look at Urban, colada? Look at Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I feel like it's not anything. You just but if we look on Urban Dictionary, it will be a thing. No, no, no. It is. It's it's not even that bad. I'll tell you. All right. So what it is is when uh, a party, one of the parties, eat a lot of high cut. Co- like I always imagine fruity pebbles. Okay. And then you vomit on your partner. That's a Cosby sweater. Nice. Yeah. Uh. There is a player. Uh, I don't. I've stopped watching football, mostly. So I know he used to be on the Falcons. I don't know where he is now. But there's a wide receiver named Harry Douglas. And one game he just like blew up, and like the announcer just screaming Harry Douglas, Harry Douglas, Harry Douglas. And so my friends were like, "That sounds like a sexual thing." To which I responded like, "Oh yeah, that's when you like." Shave your pubes and like come on her face and throw the pubes in her. And then you give her a Harry Douglas. I was just making something up off the no, top of my head. What is thing. a what is a really awful thing you can do no, to another human a, being? That's a thing. Apparently, that's like it has many names, like Abraham Lincoln and yeah. yeah. Um, what Amy Schumer is that her name? Yeah, I knew they, that's where you were gonna go. Have you seen the video of her, like ripping off all of the comedians? Oh, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, 
and I never really liked her. And then I saw that and I was like, this is blatant. Like you can't like w- the one with her and, uh, the big black comedian that died a few years ago. Uh, Patrice O'Neill. Yes. It's the most blatant thing. Like the other ones, maybe, but that is yeah. the one that absolutely a hundred percent. You cannot argue. Yeah. Like the Patrice O'Neill and the, I think the Kathleen Manig- Madigan bit, I think are the, the ones that are oh. the big nail in the coffin. Kind yeah. Of. This yeah. Is they, definitely. Yeah. They did a good job making that. What we're talking about is Amy Schumer, um, has a whole bunch of bits that she's just blatantly stole from people. Whether it's like her stand-up or her uh, sketch ideas for her her show. Yeah, it's pretty damning. When you, it's pretty damning when you watch the video. Like, I yeah. don't know how you can argue that it's not. Like, one and of them, it sucks because I liked her. I like Inside Amy. I thought it was a good show. Yeah. Uh, well, it's because it was the, it was like a greatest hits of everything she liked. <laughs> yeah. <That's, laughs> she. It's a clip reel of other people's stuff. Like I, you know, I, we. Uh, when we had Ben on, he talked about the memory. I don't even remember saying that I was going to be a stand-up comedian. Uh, but yeah, I always kind of wanted to do that. And that was something like... You still need to do your your five minutes. Shut up. Uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> my type five? <laughs> yeah, your type five. Been working on it. <laughs> Clown, baby. Uh, that's not anything. Those are just two words I put together. The only thing I've been working on is my type five X. <laughs> that's pretty good thanks uh i will come i will say a bit that i came up with yesterday yes do it okay all right hold on do, do it like address me like it's an audience <laughs> i will say that i told this to my girlfriend and she was like that's not funny <laughs> so i'm setting it up for you okay i found that now my beard is at like this perfect length where if I'm like eating something and I find a hair on it, I'm like, does that come from my beard or is that a pube? There you go. There's my bit. Oh, that's the bit? I was that's expecting more. It was just an offhanded thing where I found a, a hair and was like, is that either? And I was like, that's funny. Uh, I've been having a lot of those feelings to where like I'll be reading a book and then there's a hair like in the book and I would try to figure out if this is the person that borrowed the book from the library before me or if this is my hair because that determines whether I'm going to brush it off with my hand or I'm going to just try to shake it and have it go away. Just Taylor Swift it. Yeah, I don't get that. She has a song called Check It Off. So, uh, you were a 13 year old girl. <laughs> I have a girlfriend and I like to share interests. I have a wife and we still have a relationship because we don't share interest. <laughs> she goes her way and I go mine. Go your own way. Uh, dude, I'm, I was raised by women. I'm always uh, like a pussy. That's the whole reason we have this podcast is because I'm a 13-year-old girl. That's, <laughs> so that's this entire That's the premise of this podcast. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, exposing you to beer and, and R-rated movies. <laughs> gonna have him smoke his first cigarette one day mm. did we talk about yeah. cigarettes before i don't i don't know maybe have you have you smoked a cigarette no i puffed a cigarette once when i was like seven mm-hmm. how'd that just, go and then just died and i was like i'm never doing that again when i was like seven i smelled my uncle's beer and i was like why doesn't anybody do that i had a girlfriend that smoked and it always tasted like licking an ashtray it just sounds like the worst it was the worst I don't like when Marianne eats mustard. Why? 
Then she tastes like mustard. For how long? I mean, do you like, do you stick your tongue in her mouth while she's eating the sandwich just to get some morsels, <laughs> like, a, like a bird? Maybe some my somebody yeah. that shall not be named. That's my brother-in-law's mom. <laughs> um, she she used to babysit. And she had to stop babysitting one of the kids because they found out she was chewing up the food for the kids and putting it, spitting it in their mouth. Uh, <laughs> that is gross. That was the most sincere reaction I've seen you have in a long time. Most that time dis- even. <laughs> that's disgusting. Isn't it horrible? It's the most vile thing ever. Like, I can't imagine a world in that which somebody would think that was a good idea. Didn't like Alicia Silverstone or something like that was advocating doing that? Alicia Silverstone is an advocate for like, uh, like close parenting or whatever, where you basically hover, you'd never let them cry, you always attend to them. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, I think that's a thing. I bet it you is. If you it's, I don't remember the name it. of it, but well, no, like the chewing it up or whatever. I think she's oh, one of them. Maybe. I think she like. Uh, yeah, she did. Yeah, I totally remember that now. The kid was like eight years old. Yeah. Gross. I didn't remember that was a thing. You're welcome. Now I'm just picturing her butt from that PETA ad. That'll that'll make it all that'll make it all go away. I said titties earlier. I don't feel like I'm a guy who says titties. No. I I, I said it for effect. I don't think I noticed. Nightmare. Were you Street. talking about? Were you talking about Psycho Cup Two? Yeah. Not that I wasn't listening. <laughs> That's why I was just. <laughs> Looking around, just <laughs> waiting for you to stop talking about Psycho Cup 2, wishing it would end. Uh, second film. Second film. Next week. Next week. The tagline apparently for this is rental. <laughs> <laughs> A Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm, I'm assuming by the box that this is the remake. Yes. Uh, this is just a bunch of women screaming on the back. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna assume it's they're gonna try to modernize. I here's here's what I expect from this, right? Mm-hmm. You're gonna see a couple scenes that are gonna reference the first movie. Okay. They are going to way over explain uh, Freddy's backstory, and they're gonna make him. Uh, they're gonna humanize him a little bit. Tell you a little bit about him. Why? Why he's such a tortured soul? Which one are you gonna like better? Uh, the first one. I can guarantee you that. Okay. That's usually how this works. I'm pleasantly surprised when when the remake is actually good, which, where, let uh, alone better. Which ones have you said they're better? Uh the fly. fly. Uh. I don't know. There've been a couple that have been like the same. I feel like. Yeah. No, I'm trying to think back to old episodes. There's only been 30 of them-ish. Yeah. You'd think I'd remember some. Yeah, this isn't a good bit. This isn't. Nope. <laughs> Just go to our page and find out. <laughs> Quickly scramble through. <laughs> uh, what else you got for us, Justin? Mm, clown baby. <laughs> <laughs>